Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Gemini Man. Oh my god, this is the big one, guys. Hello and welcome to another very special edition of the Lodgecast. I'm your Lodgemaster with me as always. It's Brother Bishke. Hello. Brother Lucas in the back. Jiminy, Jiminy Man Jokers. And for this very, very special event, the one, the only, my brother Justin. Justin! Ge- Gemini Man! Gemini, oh Gemini, my god, Gemini, you guys. I'm, I've am i got such Marwin vibes. You know how I was vibrating just with hopeful expectation going into Marwin? Yeah, I have the same be. feeling tonight. It is Gemini Man, otherwise known as Jiminy Man. After, after the Gem, Gem, Gemini mission in First Man was referred to as Jiminy. 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 Yeah. So we're going to be saying that a lot to help us cope with what we're about to see. So bear with us. This is Ang Lee's vision. Ugh. 120 frames per second. God, he's like <laughs> almost 20 years away from Crouching Tiger, Hitting Dragon. Like, Justin, he hasn't had a hit in 20 years. For, for the people at home who don't know what frames per second is, do you want to give them a little primer on what this fucking means? Yes. Well, traditionally, <laughs> film is 24 frames every second. Puny, so there's puny 20, amount. 24 frames of truth. <laughs> so 24 images every second flash before our eyes. So early days, I think it was 12. And when they doubled it, everyone freaked Whoa! out and said it was like too much. Yep. So that was the main argument when we tried to go to 48. Yes. Was that we've done this once before, everyone freaked out. And, and didn't Peter Jackson will get over do 48? It. Was he the first one to do 48? Hob- Hobbit, I think, was, yeah, 48. And we went to. And we went to it, and it was weird the entire it time. It was disgusting to look at. Strangely. For two straight hours, I was like, no, 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 <laughs> I no, le- no. I left that movie, and I went to Life of Pi, which I kind of enjoyed. but And that was Ang Lee's last movie before he went to... Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. And Billy Lynn's long halftime walk was notable because was that was that a hundred frames or what no, was that? No, that was that was what we're seeing tonight. 120. That was frames. 120. Yeah. So it was me, Brother Bishke, and Brother Justin. We went to go explore this 120 frames phenomenon, like the good cinematic explorers that we are. We went to the arc light, we went to yes. the dome. The Cinerama the cur- Dome, yeah. The cursed dome. And we sat down and experienced one of the worst-looking movies we have ever seen. Like, to to understand what this looks like, it's like if you go to your a your telenovia? if you go to your parents' home and turn on their TV, it's like they have all of the default bullshit reality creation motion smoothing shit jacked up to 
500, <laughs> but AKA they spent a- three grand on the TV, so <laughs> you're confused. You're so AKA confused. the soap opera effect. It's yeah. the soap opera effect. And High refresh rate. We, we, we sat through about 40 minutes of this movie, and it was, it, it was an endurance test, mm-hmm. and it suddenly stopped. The lights came up, and an employee of the Arclight came out, like so many fucking employees do at the Dome when shit goes wrong, <laughs> and they say, listen, we have good news and bad news. <laughs> the good news is we can get your movie started back up. And nobody was loving the movie, so it was mild, yeah. mild amusement at best. Cool. The bad news is, we gotta start it from the beginning, including trailers. <laughs> and we were at a crossroads, and we fucking walked we and ditched. And I think about that maybe Fair. once a month. Yeah. And I'm like, we you made chose. the right, <laughs> made the yeah. right yeah. decision. Why? Yeah. Yeah. So. Here we are, back tonight, Ang Lee again. Yeah. And it's 120 frames per second. It's in 3D. It's two Will Smiths. Yeah. Will the projector be able to handle it? Oh, my God. It is the late show. We are going to the 11 p.m. screening. On a Friday, fire, smoky night. There's fires burning in LA. It's you can't even breathe outside. There's falling from the sky. It feels like a post-apocalyptic. Just to set the scene. And this movie's two hours. We're going deep tonight, folks. It should be 90 mm-hmm. minutes, 89 minutes. Like, and why is this two hours? Brother Justin sounded the alarm because we were almost about to see this in 60 frames per second, which is what most theaters are. Yes. But there was like 10 theaters in the country, in the that, country. Are sh- that are showing no, it. was three theaters, I think. In the I don't know. It was a very low number. This is the only one in California. Yeah. We and- are here at the exclusive theater that is showing it in full... 120 frame glory. Yeah, it's gonna make us toss our CPK up. I, I'm, I'm sure of it because it's also in 3D. What is that going to do to us? I don't See, know. Especially after our eyes are super dry and bloodshot from the smoke from today from yeah. the fires. Like, oh. So what I want to know is, so we're not luddites, you know. Like Matt and I are what's called early adopters. Hell yes. So we have... And we're in an arms race to compete with each other, so we're aggressive early adopters. Yeah. We were the first people with smart lights. I had an iPhone 1. We both have VR headsets. I'm currently wearing a pair of shoes that have QR codes on them. (laughs) I don't know what they do, but it makes me feel like I'm 18 months in the future. Your shoes are future-proof. Yeah. So why is it that every other facet of technology gets better, more hyper-real, more frames, and it's better, 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 but with movies, it's worse? Why is that? I think there's just that, that little bit of suspension of disbelief where we don't want it too clear. Yeah. If it's too clear, it's a doc. It's a documentary. Well, it's interesting. I remember in high school, we got these new school sweatshirts and they changed the font and the font color. And there was a huge revolt, like rebellion against it. And the school administration literally had to come up with a slogan to brainwash us into accepting it. (laughs) And it was this, you must untrain your eye. Oh, okay. Untrain your eye. Is that Lucas or Ang Lee in the back seat? <laughs> like that seems like what they're what Ang Lee's trying to tell us. Oh right, because Ang Lee's gone on record saying that American audiences or audiences in general have been brainwashed not to like motion smoothing. Right. And I saw a funny tweet. I forget who. 
But somebody tweeted, because they'd already seen the movie, they said, Ang Lee makes a very strong argument using de-aging technology for not using de-aging technology. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, fuck. Justin, you said you wanted to try to stay positive about this. Trying. Let's approach this with... Just as open a mind and as open a heart and as open of eyes as I mean, we possibly can. It's Will Smith. He it's was, Will fucking Smith. He was the genie. We loved him. And he doesn't, yeah, make a lot of theatrical movies these days, with the exception of Aladdin. But like, yeah, he's doing Bright. He's doing Netflix stuff. He's, <laughs> and, he's more. He's more pivoting to social media now. Like he's kind of taken over like Instagram and YouTube. Like. It's an odd time for Will Smith's late period career. It's very odd, but let's let's try to let the boisterousness of his genie performance that was well received on this podcast and carry that into this new adventure. And Clive Owens in it. We haven't seen him in a while. Oh yeah. I love <laughs> for the record I love Clive Owens. He's great. Yeah. And I always wanted him to be like a bigger star sure. 10, 20 years ago. Sure. He never seemed to pop or break through. Well he could have wasn't he going to be Bond or that ever? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but like I like him. So, yeah, yeah let's let's keep let's, this vibe going. As much in. love and light as possible. We're going to need it to carry us through two hours. Yeah, we're starting at 11 p.m. here, and we're going late. we so. got to stay awake. we got to right. stay awake. Pop there's, it. Let's there's going to be a lot of light, but will there be love? Only Jiminy knows. Jiminy! Let's do this. Jiminy man. It's 1.30 a.m. and we're back from Jiminy Man. 120 fucking frames in 3D. Brother Bishki, what's that Jiminy Schnapps? Jiminy Man from Rotten Tomatoes. Jiminy Man is an, an innovative action thriller. <laughs> starring Will Smith as Henry Brogan. Yeah, he is. Bro. An, an elite assassin who is suddenly targeted and pursued by a mysterious young operative that seemingly can predict his every move. Period. That's it? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. So, <laughs> this theater was pretty full. And these ticket prices are astronomical. And I think this is a good juncture to bring up that, Brother Justin, you've acquiesced, you've been indoctrinated, and you are now officially part of the A-list. You're on the right Woo-hoo! side of the red velvet rope, my friend. Woo! AMC A-list, newfound royalty in here. Let's clap for the homogenization of theater chains. <laughs> That's right. They will all be AMC soon. Someday. But in one swoop of Jiminy Man, you've paid for your entire month 
of of a list subscription. So well, that and at 120 frames per second, we saw the equivalent of five movies. <laughs> we Our definitely did. are melting. So we settled in. There, there is, there's no way to prepare for this. There's no way to prepare for what you see yeah. when it first starts out. It's going to be hard to describe, but oh, we, we yeah. will try our let, best. Let, let, let me try to describe it, because I, I actually, the, it came to me immediately. Okay. It reminded me of a corporate sexual harassment, <laughs> diversity, inclusion, <laughs> training seminar. Which you have attended many times. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, I think it could be summed up very well, too, by the gentleman sitting to my right. He was pumped for this movie. I, I could tell he was ready. He was rocking up and down in his seat. He was maybe like in his 20s, you know, hip gentleman. The movie began and he just yells out in the theater, what the fuck? Yeah, and then he could not handle he it. He could not handle it. And he was like, this is the movie? No, this ain't the movie. <laughs> and then he and then he just he got a little quieter, but I was sitting right next to him and I just heard him just repeatedly say, Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> and then there's a there's like a bullet train that, that Will Smith is training his sniper on. And when that bullet train passed by the camera, he turned to his buddies and he's like, Yo, it's lit. It's lit. <laughs> and if he was speaking very literally, it is lit. Like this movie, mm. you see everything. Oh man, <laughs> there's there's oh, nothing shit. out of focus. It is like oh. deep focus through and through. Like you, every part of the frame is a crystal clear image. As Will you see background actors' yes. nose hairs. Yes, yeah. as Will Smith is is setting up his sniper rifle, you can see this little piece of fuzz on his jacket that that like you shouldn't be able to see that level of detail. You can see the hole in his left ear where his earring usually is. You can see how crooked <laughs> his teeth are. I never knew Will Smith had crooked teeth. Yeah, his bottom teeth His bottom teeth are like mangled. Yeah. Like a cemetery with headstones all knocked over you, from like a storm. You see way too much in this. You yeah. see everything. Yeah, oh, this is the cleanest movie ever shot by a country mile. Yes. I mean, it's yes. not the, even the, close. The Gulfstream jet flying through the air at night was like Blue De Palma's fucking, you know, <laughs> Concord shot out of the water. It's it, Bishki, what were you feeling when you first saw it? Um, well, I mean, I was prepared a little bit because we had Billy Lynn, but... But even Billy Lynn couldn't prepare us for this. Like, this is on a level... Billy Lynn was a small budget compared to this movie. This yeah, movie yeah. had to be... No, I looked, it, I looked it up. 150 million. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Wait, for real? Are you serious? It said 130 of, to 150 million on Wikipedia. And they shot it all in Atlanta with nothing but fucking product placement from Coca-Cola, Stella Artois, Gorilla Glue, OxyClean, yeah. uh, car, car batteries. They, they had a climax in a fucking hardware store, for fuck's sake. Now, an early scene, when your eyes are still getting used to this, they never fully get used to it. No. But while you're still in the throes of, yo, yo, Will Smith has drinks with his uh, handler or whatever, and he lays down a can of Coke that is so bright and so clear and so crisp, it just sears your eyeballs. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, Coke. And then he sits down a Stella Artois, and you're like, Stella. <laughs> like, it's so... 
blatant. It's so blatant. It's, it's using their brand guidelines. Tactless. Like they have guidelines they had for fucking crackers. Um, oh, yeah. they expired three years ago, but they're still good. Do you want some crackers? Hey, can I have one of those crackers? <laughs> yeah. So the they were water crisp crackers from Trader Joe's. The story is Will Smith, he kills a man on the train with a sniper. We learn that Clive Owen is up to no good and is trying to get Will Smith to pick off all of these loose ends that are having to do with the Gemini Project. It's very generic. This is one of those movies where as an audience member you are so far ahead of it that it is just a snooze. Like, yeah. it's so frustrating. I mean, I, was, I, was, I wasn't prepared for the visuals, or I was a little prepared for the visuals, but I was not prepared for a script. This generic... Dude, this elementary, so written by a fourth grader? Here's some of the lines. Here's some of the lines, okay? Um, uh, let me think. Let me think. Um, I, actually, I wish we had wrote them down. I actually down. appreciated one for a split second before you loudly exclaimed, Was this written by a fucking fourth grader? <laughs> oh, somebody, it, was, somebody, it was the guy in the bathhouse, and he recognized Will Smith because he's a big fan. And he's like, You've been following me? He's like, oh, that's what it was. It yeah. was, and he said, like, long time listener, first time caller, as they say, oh. in your country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there were a few huge groaners in the theater, and then there's a scene at a at a school where a kid's getting reprimanded, and I kind of like how that's written because they're like, and why did you think it would be appropriate to do what you did in a science class? And he's like. Because science is wicked boring. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> yes, was it. That's it. And then there's there's another point where someone asks Will Smith, you know, uh, you know, where where'd you where'd you grow up? Philadelphia? And then the guy next to me was like, born and raised. Yeah, yeah. He like, did have a Phillies hat on in the movie. There yeah. there was a lot of audience pushback to some of these lines. Dude, at the end we were all laughing at how fucking embarrassing it was. Yeah, well the I think the 120 frames per second can't you can't hide any performance. You can't. Like the but, only oh, the only one passable for a performance was somehow Clive Owen was able to add Sure, agree. I will agree with that. Yeah. But, but I kept leaning over to Bishke from the first five minutes all through the entire movie because I couldn't let it go, is they never got out of table read mode. Right. It was like, especially after like one of the, like, Will Smith's first fight scenes like where he fights himself, he's kind of like on a roof and he's like, well, yeah, I mean, we got to do something, like blah, blah, blah. And it's like... Well, here's the thing. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, sweet Lucas, because there is 40 minutes of plot before Will Smith encounters himself. We know that's the whole point of the movie. It's called the, the Gemini Project. And the only interesting part of the movie is, you know, to see what's going to happen when he encounters himself, and it takes so... So the first 40 minutes are just this slog of Will Smith trying to retire from the killing life, and the editing and the blocking and the shooting do no one any favors. It is very... Flat. Pe pedestrian, flat dialogue scenes and they're edited very clunkily very deliberately and be yes because everything is so fucking clear there's no hiding there, you, you can't you, you can't save this with any and, editing tricks well, most most of this film is at night so i think they're by doing that and especially we'll eventually come to the very final scene of the movie but this seems like they're trying to hide stuff yes by setting the whole film at night because they realize if we bring this out into the daylight... It's far too horrific. Especially, yeah. especially yes. the clone. Yes. If we bring the clone out into the daylight, we're going to get some problems. So, I, whatever happened, you are, you are limping by the time we hit 
I'm gonna summon the salad dragon, but I think there's a few. Yes, I'm gonna there are a few. I'm, I'm there's gonna, a big one. I know what the the big one. I'm is. gonna yeah. summon it initially right now. Yeah. Hey, a, a scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> The scene that gave me the biggest rush Same. was when he initially fights himself. Mm -hmm. They're in Cartagena, Colombia. Beautiful, colorful, vibrant, <laughs> bright, do the right thing, like paint, like yellow, blue, pink, green, great iridescent. For, great for background uh, actor watching too because they're so clear, but yeah, yeah. the people in the background are never meant to be that clear. It's like Alita Battle Angel, where it's yeah. like, there's a whole tapestry in the background going on. But he sees that there's a sniper on the roof. He's looking around through his scope. He sees himself through the scope right. as a young man. Right, it doesn't kill him. He <laughs> has the kill shot, he, he doesn't, doesn't kill, kill him. him. And but, but he somehow thinks he's not him. So, Even though they talk to each other in the stairwell. So, exactly. So they proceed to have just a crazy chase. They're, oh, on, so amazing. they're on motorcycles, they're running through the streets. Old Will throws a grenade, Young Will shoots it back at him. It's great. People, young Will's doing parkour. People were activated. Oh. And <laughs> it's, it's also really funny because the Young Will is like, He's computer generated, like his whole body is. Like he, the way he moves, you can tell something's up. The, yeah, like it's, it's like watching Spider-Man or something. It's close, <laughs> but it's hilarious because it's not quite there. So his young self is chasing his older self on a motorcycle. And I think there's, a, I mean, I think it seemed like Will Smith's face was grafted onto an actual stunt double doing yeah. a lot of the motorcycle But then stuff. there was there's a stunt double of the old Will Smith yes. who didn't look anything yes. like Will Smith and because it's so clear it is like what <laughs> who the what the it's fuck? hilarious it's but but the action is so kinetic that I was willing to forgive that like there there is some POV stuff that at this frame rate in 3D bravo like, and the Dolby Theater too, the, the sound, yeah, they would juice the amp, like your seat would shake. Our seats were, the subwoofers, the yeah. thub, subwoofers were way beyond the Burbank ones. They on were, point. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you see point. Young Will, CG Young Will on his CG motorcycle flipping around, doing all sorts of moves. Like a motocross dirt bike. And he, yes, and he ends up basically... Kicking his ass with the bike. Fighting, fighting the older Will Smith with the bike so he's riding it and kind of kicking like kicking a wheel out to kind of kick him in the face with the motorcycle i've never seen that before yeah. it's great like what he was setting it up so it would do like an automatic wheelie towards him and the motorbike was like following will up onto a car and it was the, the point where the the point where i had just lost my mind was older will is face down on the pavement <laughs> And <laughs> on his stomach, like like planking, yes. like flat on the ground. And Young Will comes at him with the motorcycle, and through sheer force of will, older Will just levitates off the ground. He does and like a Superman push-up. Like he slow, pushes himself off the ground. In slow motion, you just see him but like levitates. Aah! But he like levitates <laughs> over the bike as the bike slides underneath him and like crashes into the car that's like right there. And I couldn't help it. I was just, I just screamed out in the theater. I'm just like, yeah! We all did. I we applauded. applauded. Like yeah, I had yeah. to applaud that. 
I like, was laughing so hard. Like, oh, that's amazing. It was so, a great button. It was a great button to the sequence. It was like when the kids uh, float off the salad dragon in A Wrinkle in exactly. Time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a triumphant moment. Yes. So then we're plunged back into dialogue mode for another Oof. 40 Oof. minutes or so. Seemingly forever. And and these scenes, oh my god, like when they're at the spa, it just looks and, like Will and, and his buddies. And they're in bathrobes for no reason. And they have like all these background people walking around in robes for no reason. And it I'm like, just looks so cheap. Oh man. Like it looks so dumb. Like you don't wanna see you don't want to see Will Smith just hanging out in a bathrobe in what looks like home video. And did you notice, not only at that scene, but the one previous, whenever they were in a, in a fancy place, they always had fancy drinks? Yeah. Like, there was a margarita in one scene, there was, like, daiquiris in another. They're not drinking them, they're just, like, props, like, on the table, well, at, like, to the left of the frame. Yeah, it's stuff to, uh, to help you delineate the different layers of 3D, probably. They're like, we just need more stuff in the frame. So... It's so mind-numbingly frustrating that Will Smith has to slowly learn. That was that, the biggest, that biggest he problem is, I that had. He is a clone. Like, guys, don't waste our fucking time with this. You're bullshit. wasting our time. Yeah. So we slowly learn about this over the course of the next 30, 40 minutes. It seems. Then there's finally another action set piece that takes place in the catacombs. Which is pretty fun. Like it's it's in the dark. Will Smith and his younger self finally face off, and they're grinding but, but, each other's face but, across but, but that, the. But that's like another wall of skulls. Fatal flaw because it's like you kill your younger clone self at that point when you have him dead to rights. Like you don't know who he is or where, he, but you're you're putting him down in the ground because it is unholy. It is sacrilege, and that's like what each and every one of us would do. Yeah, Especially but, if your younger self is trying to kill your sorry ass. Yeah, but there's no negotiations. No, like, hey, let's let's come up with a plan and figure this mystery out. It's like no, we're gonna fucking kill this thing, cut it open, and see what makes it tick. Listen, that that's very short. Justin, is that what you would do? <laughs> no, because you could knock him out put him in a coma, and then over the next 20 years, figure out a way to transfer your brain into nice. his body. Yes. Mm. Now you can hit the reset button. Mm. You don't want to waste that cut of meat, son. <laughs> Bishki, would you, you, be it. would you kill your younger self? If I would nurture him, send him to university. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you said I was going to nurture him and send him to Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> when he graduates. So after that, they part ways. Younger Will Smith is washing away in some sort of underground catacomb <laughs> reservoir. And he's like, I'm not you. I'm not you. And so they separate. And then Lucas leaves the theater for like 30 minutes. No, you know what happened? I had to, I had to piss a second time when we got into the theater when the movie started. I was holding it for the first hour. I told Bishki, I gotta go to the bathroom. Bishki was like, well, go. And I was like, no, I, I wanna see like him fight young Will. So finally, I leave right when Joker's getting out. So there's a fucking line. And guess oh. what? Guess what everyone's talking about? The end of this movie? No. We're talking about Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. All right. In the men's room. So did you have to contribute to that? No, but I was thinking, man, how bad do you have to fuck up if everyone leaves your movie <laughs> to go to the bathroom and all they talk about is Heath Ledger? So anyway, Lucas is gone for like... I had to wait for a stall. I can't piss at a urinal with a bunch of dudes watching me. Okay, so that's your issue. But at the end of the day, you were gone for a huge swath of the movie. And then when I came back... They were teamed up. Yeah, I went over to Bishki on like, how they convinced the young clone. And Bishki was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it, it was a mini side salad dragon for Matt and I because we just watched you 
in a forlorn, defeated way, slowly walk across the screen to get back to your seat. So by that super clean projection. But but the fact of the matter is, it doesn't fucking matter. Like you no. knew they were gonna team up, so it doesn't matter. I mean, what even what even happened while Lucas was gone? Usually, I would admonish you more, but. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. You get it. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't know. They just kind of like, okay. Uh, Clive Owen was snarling a bit. All right, let's go get Clive. Yeah. So everything sets the table for the final confrontation, which is like you mentioned, Lucas, in a hardware store on like a main street of an old town that has a bright, shiny H and R Block sign that you can see very mm-hmm. clearly. So Clive Owen is there with all his goons. He wants to bring young Will Smith back into the fold. Young Will Smith appears to get back into the fold with him, but turns on him. All hell breaks loose. Their van blows up, thus shaking our seats and shaking our bones to our core. And I thought this action scene was pretty great because there is a mysterious, heavily armored individual on like a, a Mad Max, like on, Fury Road, yes, yeah. hockey mask, on like, like a chain gun, black, like yeah, <laughs> like he a looks, Gatling gun, looks like a monster. And at night, seeing the these Gatling gun tracer rounds shooting all over the place, it looked, awesome. it looked amazing. Yeah. And it they did. slowed it, it down. And I want to say I don't. We don't see enough tracer rounds in movies, and it's actually like a really cool, legitimate thing. It's like having lasers without having lasers. They're like little mini flares. Yeah, the little mini flares that follow your your shooting line. So older Will Smith and uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead are tag teaming. They're taking out all the goons flawlessly with their guns. Mm -hmm. Even though the goons are wearing head-to-toe body armor and helmets, but one shot, one kill. One shot, one kill. Let's keep it moving. Will Smith is is like, you set him up, I'll spike. Uh, another thing that must be said, imagine how much better this could be if this weren't the case, but Will Smith is in somber maudlin drama mode for this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, you he's know, left the genie and he's back to He's not the genie anymore. He's he's collateral beauty. He's well, trying to I think he's t- trying to tap into him and Jaden. I know, uh, which is sad. Because he's really he's trying to bring his angst that he's had over Jaden's I mean, this is just me reading <laughs> yes. into it because I had nothing better to do. But I leaned over to Justin and I was like, this could have been called Jaden Origins. Yeah, yeah. He's given his younger self all this advice and it's just Will Smith giving Jaden advice. That's what they grew Jaden for, from a test tube. They wanted him to be the next Will Smith, mm-hmm. to replace him. Yeah. But that didn't happen yeah. and it will never happen. And Will Smith is torn up about it. So now Will <laughs> has to clone himself to talk to himself about it. But there's plenty of time in this movie. He still could have had moments of that. But imagine if it was funny, like, on purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if they let Will... Like Shane Black wrote it, yeah. Like, if they let Will really dig into some of this stuff and have it be funny. Because it's absurd. Nobody, yeah. Nobody that was at that theater tonight was there for a serious film. Yeah. They're yeah. like, this is the Will Smith clone action but movie. But didn't Ang Lee do the same shit to the Hulk? Like, he instead of making, like, an action comic sure. movie, he made it like this. I've never seen it, but, like, he made it super dramatic, father-son bullshit. <laughs> there are also, like, mutant, like, poodles in that movie. Yeah. So it was at least trying. He, he giveth and he taketh away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... We're in this. We're in this major action set piece. Shit's going down. The 
road warrior chain gunner comes down and starts flipping around, kicking everybody's ass in the hardware store. And we're, we're so ahead of it. He's got a mask on. So we know the mask is coming off. And we know it's going to be yet another Willie Smith. And lo and behold, it is. It's and there, like a 15-year-old. There was so many, like, fake, like, <laughs> facetious gasps <laughs> when they took that mask off. Yeah, it was I've hilarious. never heard that many ironic gasps. And the guy next to me was just like, so they realize that there's another one of him but they've they've pretty much shot him with everything they had but this version feels no pain and he just kind of nods off and he's dead now this is where the movie could have set itself apart i think because the twist should have been that one of these masked commandos wasn't as quick but was making all the strategic right moves and ended up being the last one. Right. And it should have been old Will Smith. So we like had old. Yeah, mm. so we saw three generations yeah. and the twist is that the Will Smith who thought he was the original yes. really wasn't. Dude, that's amazing. That, that would, would have, have been, been like amazing. 10 yeah. times better. So what the and, fuck? And we would have had real gasps. Yeah. That would have yeah. been real. That like, would have been way cool. If it was like old and wizard not, Will. And not advanced <laughs> aging, but like prosthetic physical makeup. <laughs> like yeah. real? Yeah. Hasn't Ang Lee played any Metal Gear Solid? Yeah. Well, th- there was another point. There was a brief moment in the movie that was hilarious because... Older Will, part of his problem is that he doesn't know how to swim or he's not, like, confident in his yeah, swimming. Yeah, that was a very mini salad drink. And it's, it was just, yeah, it was, it was like a salad... Garnish? Like, Side salad. Yeah, a parsley, yeah. parsley dragon. Where he has a... cilantro. He, Nobody likes cilantro. There's a line from the movie. <laughs> that is a line oh, from the God. movie. But there's a moment where Will flashes back to his father, who looks like he's, like, the lead singer of the Gap Band, it's Will first person point of view underwater and you just see his dad's giant face and he's like you're gonna have to learn to kick son you're gonna have to learn to kick and you're just like whoa what the guy next to me that's right that was like the only flashback in the entire movie his brain like short circuited and he was like what this is a video game yeah but I was hoping for way more dream sequences but but it wasn't a video game I thought that was setting the table for something truly great yeah Yeah, a little minority report callback we also have to just remind ourselves how fucking clean and in 3D all of this is yeah so it really this is fulfilling the promise of 3D it is which is like it's a giant head coming out of the screen yeah, at you for sure which it, is is insane yeah like when when they torched the uh, the third clone there was a beautiful shot where the clones just burning and i was like damn this actually looks pretty badass right here this this moment this shot yeah it's like you you get everything that you think you asked for and sometimes it's yeah. good and sometimes you didn't need to see that <laughs> as as a, an av nerd i really appreciated the dolby flex at the beginning that lets you know the black levels yes. are really black. Yep. So that set the tone for all the night shoots yeah. that this movie had. Oh, there's so many night yeah. shoots. So anyway, Clive Owen interrupts their little party and young Will Smith is torn over whether or not to kill him. Older Will Smith is like, no, don't pull that trigger. You don't want that on your conscience. And then 
old Will Smith pulls the trigger, <laughs> like just out of nowhere, it just blows him away. And the crowd, the crowd was happy about that. They were craving any little flourish of unexpectedness mm-hmm. at that point, and they they liked that. So then I think we move into the second salad dragon yes, proper. I think I know what this one is too. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's the, the last scene. Left. It's yeah. the last scene of the movie. Double dragon. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is on a college campus, meets back up with older Will. They have a little little chit chat where he's still he's still in like drama mode and it's hard to see Will like that, especially when he smiles while he's in that mode. <laughs> because it's not believable. It's just this weak <laughs> little mel- smile. Mel- melancholy smile. Oh uh, it's like a the rueful an- smile. It's the antithesis of John Travolta's sparkle. It is the absence of sparkle. It is the death of sparkle. That smile. He gives her that smile when she sees him. They reconnect a little bit, and then they look over, and again, this is in the middle of the day now. Young Will Smith is chilling with his new college buddies, being a normal <laughs> teen. And you bring out young Will Smith in the light of in day. In the broad daylight, and oh, the uncanny, uncanny valley. valley, baby. Oh my Dude, god. Dude, not only his mouth is moving slow, oh. but his eyes and his head. And oh, like, it's yeah, he, looks, he looks like a demon that's about to like possess you or it's like jump into up. your body. It's not right. Throughout. Visually, I thought the effect worked really yes. well. Until his at voice night, yeah. never Synced connected. Up, right? No. It was like he was doing an impression of yes. his young self, but it was really condescending. Yes, it's mm. it's Will Smith just pinching his voice a little bit. So it's what a fifty-one-year-old thinks yes. a twenty-three-year-old sounds like. Yeah, they and they magnified it by having him act like a twelve-year-old. So if I were to do my voice of my young clone right now, I would say, Bishki, <laughs> what do you think about my voice right now? It's just this pinched little, yeah. like, stupid voice. Hey guys, we just moved to LA. Let's buy PlayStation 3s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they should have gotten to the Fresh Prince archives and, yeah. and just shopped together. Figure it out. But yeah, it was strange, audio. too, because, like, one of the first scenes he has, he's talking to Clive Owen, and Clive Owen offers him a bowl of cereal. Yeah. That was creepy. That's what and dads that was do. So and then weird. in the next scene, he's eating an ice cream cone, watching like, this like yeah. these war games. He's just licking it. And I'm it like, is weird. this what a so... 51-year-old thinks a 23-year-old is? Yes. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it obviously is. I had cereal earlier this week. But it's strange. And who hasn't innocently licked an ice cream cone while watching grisly war games go down? <laughs> but the, by the end, like the audience was just like cracking up. Like oh. we were just we were just losing it oh, because it's, it's unfortunate that the worst that effect look looked was at the end of the movie. So it, that's, that's what, what you're, you're left, left with. with. Oh, yes. but the, what's amazing though, the last shot of the movie, right? God forbid you end on an image or a symbol or some kind of cool whatever. It's just like a drone shot of the campus as they're like talking, and yeah, we're just gonna fade out. Yeah, and, and we're just gonna put a fade here. No, Will, put a fade here. Just put a fade. Just and Will fade Smith out. is just ad libbing a little bit. Yeah, like you wish you you're gonna look this good at fifty. He's like, I'll, I'll play basketball with you. I'll beat you. And yeah, we'll, just fades we'll, we'll race. <laughs> we'll race right now. We'll race around the track right now. Let's go right now. And right now. And then it's out. <laughs> 
and we gave some uproarious, semi-facetious clapping. People just didn't know what to do with that last segment, and it just kept going. Kept going. I looked yeah. at my watch. I was like, "Dude, there's no, there's like, no one left to kill. Like, like why like, are we still in the movie?" Like they meet up with Young Will. They they talk a little bit, and then they cut wide, and they're like, "Well." So, uh, and then they continue. They keep going. It's nothing like watching a movie fizzle out in 120 frames <laughs> per second 3D. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. But that said, it's like I laughed my ass off. So oh, yeah. it's like I had a good time, but I don't know. I don't know if this is a good movie. <laughs> it. Do, I mean, it, it really doesn't matter. It's one of those. It's like a tech demo in a weird it way. Is. Yeah, it felt yes. like a video game too at points, especially with the motorcycle POV changing, which yep. they never went back to. You know, we never saw the young guy's POV trying to shoot someone after that chase scene. So yeah. it's like, what are, you, just where, what are the rules here? Yeah, it's like there are yeah. no rules. Well, sloppy. Oh, let's go with them, Jiminy Bones. the Justin well newly minted A-lister I really I feel special <laughs> I didn't order my food in advance like you can next time no <laughs> <laughs> so this bone count is like the tapes in Mission Impossible where it's just gonna <laughs> self-destruct this bone count is for a singular yes cinematic experience yeah yeah, like, like, how are people going to see this? People are just going to see this on in... their phones, like on their tablets? <laughs> yeah. Or not at all. Or not at oh, all. Who knows? Yeah. There's so much stuff to watch. Yeah. So my bone count's going to self-destruct in a week. Okay. But as a cinematic experience, I got to say, this was very unique. The image quality was so insanely sharp that it's... <laughs> It was mesmerizing, and it was never really in a good way. Right. It's just, you can't help but be immersed because it's so, it's just drawing you in with yeah. that sharpness and black levels, 3D effect. It, everything about it is so distracting. Yes. And that it was shot in such a pedestrian way is almost irrelevant because you're looking at a diorama. <laughs> you know, it's like the the when 3D TVs came out, there was talk of like, oh, does it have the fish tank effect where it looks like everything's in 3D but behind the screen? Right. Or does it come out at you in actual 3D? That was a big, like, sticking point. This comes right at your face. Yeah, it does. And I'm curious as to why there weren't more moments where, you know, in like, like early like 3D RPGs movies where they're like poking at you from the screen like right. why not do that why not you know? fully embrace the fun and games of it all yeah i mean are we gonna have to read think pieces about what martin scorsese thinks about this is it cinema <laughs> like this is less cinema than any marvel movie by those standards <laughs> yeah. This is a weird... This is like, something else. We'll like, I feel like we should have staggered and the reveal was that we were in a Best Buy <laughs> and they were trying to sell us some new cinema projector because yes. it's watching It a feels demo. like a Best Buy demo. Yeah. <laughs> that Will Smith was paid handsomely to participate in. Yeah. But, I mean, that said, like, it's it's bonkers. Yeah. Like, it's something that you, you never get to see, good or bad. Right. So... 
as a cinematic experience, I'm giving this three bones. Boom! Oh, love it. Damn. Love it. Yeah. I, was, I was hoping that's Damn. where I was headed. Damn. Brother Lucas. Yeah, you know, I couldn't help but think while watching this about how Christopher Nolan is like such a diehard film, celluloid shooter, cut, print, let's watch dailies, you know, type of deal. And I really, yeah, have to agree with them there because I am one of these people who believe that when the film is running through the gate and being exposed to light, there is magic, there is alchemy. Like there is something that cannot be quantified and it, it somehow transfers to the screen and, and into the experience overall. And watching Jiminy Man uh, at 120 <laughs> FPS, there is no magic. Like it really does feel like a corporate training video exercise or a video game or yeah, like Justin said, a demo at Best Buy or something. And yeah, with the, with the acting so like bared naked, I feel like you really gotta be bringing your A game. Like, bring it up a couple knots, you know what I mean? It's like your adrenaline's going, you're paranoid, you're fatigued, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Instead it's like, yeah, he's the best pilot everywhere. Like, yeah, like, uh, let's, go to, let's go to Hungary. What's in Hungary? Hungarians. That was a good line. It's like, right. Jesus Christ on a cross. But yeah, like I feel this, this movie is 20 years literally 20 years too late. Mm. I don't know the development history. I know it's been in development hell for a long time. Joe Carnahan released something on his Twitter where he'd done like a lookbook sizzle reel when he was going to make it with Clint Eastwood, I think 10, year, 10 years ago. And I thought watching this, I was like, man, who should have done this? Who should have done this? Who should? Oh yeah. John McTiernan and Arnold Schwarzenegger, like right after the millennium, like 2001, 2002, they should have done it together, you know, make make it so Arnold's like putting on old old makeup or whatever and have him be himself back then and shoot it practical. Because the irony is Arnold would have would have made a meal out of this. I know, because mm-hmm. the irony the irony is they never have the young will and the old will in the same frame. Very seldom do they do. Because it's like the contrast, like it looks too fake. So they were always shooting it like in these two shots or like they would cut back and forth. And I was thinking like, man, in the old days you'd have to do that with like double impact with Van Damme or whatever and you think with the technology now you wouldn't have to but they still have to because it's like well if we have them in the same frame it's going to really look odd and especially that last scene at college when they were walking together it was like whoa this how many bones though one one bone one bone for the salad dragon where he just like levitates like Superman like that <laughs> shit like I'll always remember that's a full bone right you, there you know what I think would have been great is if this effect was photorealistic and the marketing suggested that Warner Brothers or whoever actually cloned Will Smith <laughs> and they were waiting till now to unveil him to the world and tried to make us think that it was real. Oh, that'd be great. That'd that would have made me happy. Oh, Brother Bisky. What, what do you got cooking? Yeah, 120 frames per second to me is just hilarious. I, <laughs> it's like walking through a circuit city back in like 2006 or something where you just, every TV is jacked up to the max of refresh rate and you're just like, what am I looking at? Yeah. And um, Did it hurt your head at all? It hurt my stomach a little bit. <laughs> um, but I was hoping, I mean, I think it's... 120 frames per second is the funniest when the camera's moving around, when it's handheld. <laughs> with their whip the, panning. With, with their whip panning. If it's just shot reverse shot, which it is for a lot of this lot movie, of it. then it's just like looking at bad green screen or something. <laughs> like it's just not 
as hilarious. Yeah. But that motorcycle chase. It's holy great. Holy It's cow. great. It's worth the price of admission. It's worth the price of admission for 120 frames per second. Yes. Don't even watch this on Netflix or anything no. else. There's no reason to no. see this movie um, in terms of a story. or It's pretty pretty damn generic. But, but I mean, the, the Will Smith stuff might come through. The young Will Smith stuff, especially in that last scene, might come through. <laughs> and I left, the I left the theater. I'm going to smile every time I think about him yeah. palling around with his new buddies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with his face just kind of tracking around on his head. Oh, man. Yeah, so oh. I left the theater laughing. Uh, but I, I, I can't say I laughed consistently throughout, no. but I had some big laughs. Yeah. Inter intermittently, I will give it two bones. Two bones. All right, that, that's about right. I'm going to thread the needle between Bishki and Justin, and I'm going to go two and a half bones. I, I feel like the, the pageantry of this experience really elevates it. Like, we've been seeing Gemini Man trailers, we've been, we've been getting hyped for it for so long, and we're finally here, and in so many ways it paid off. But what it felt like to me was when we would indulge in the VR content for the Travolta movies, like Speed Kills, where you just put the helmet on and you're, you're plunked down into a scene stationary and you can just look around at your surroundings and everything looks like dog shit video and it's hilarious. That's what it felt like to me. Mm -hmm. And Will Smith is our new Travolta in this. And it's it's hard to get swept up in a movie in the plot. Well, I mean, the plot's generic, but I was, I was also thinking, like, while I was watching Will Smith drive a boat around and it just looked like a fucking stock footage video, like, I was like, now, if there was a truly compelling story, could I get over this? Could I get over how this looks? Now, if this was Serenity with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I mean, Serenity, it might have bumped that up a bone. I don't know. But it it's just so distracting. So you have to look at it. It's almost like pornography. You know, it's this cheap surface version of, of sexuality, you know, where you're, you're seeing it's all flash and no real substance. I think you're onto something with that analogy because I, I wonder if in the near future filmmakers are going to split into two camps where, you know, some guys are into POV porn True. and other guys just want to watch people have sex. I've read articles about that. Yeah, I've read this too. <laughs> And it's almost like some people are like, oh, no, I want to be in it. And right. other people are like, no, I want to watch people have sex. Yes. That's what's going to happen to filmmakers. Sure, yeah. Some of them are like, no, I want to be in the movie. And other people are like, are you crazy? We're just watching the movie. And it's like in video games where you can, at the push of a button, it's, it's first-person perspective or third-person perspective. It's all going to meld together. The only question is, like, what is it going to do to the art form? And how long is it going to take our brains and our eyes and our souls to adjust to that? And is it even possible? Or is it going to be a generational thing where us old fogies are going to be watching a regular-ass movie and the, the young whippersnappers are like, we need five Will Smiths at least! It's so blurry. It's so blurry. <laughs> well, I can't who, even see. Who the hell knows what they want? Because they watch shit on their phones. Right. So we might be the last generation that even cares about watching 
big screens. Yeah, screens are going to get smaller and smaller until you can't even see what's on them. Dude, Jerry Katzenberg's got Quibi where it's like only <laughs> short form, only on your phone or tablet. So Soderbergh's probably shooting for him now. So let's enjoy this while we have it, I guess. And right? like Spielberg's <laughs> developing content for it that you can only watch at night. It's great. Like shit like that. Why it's not? Like, I and don't even understand. This, it comes out end of 2020, but we'll see. And this de-aging stuff, I'm a little worried for the Irishman now because yes. it was... It was it's some not, uncanny it, valley. It's it was, not quite there it was yet. Weird. Well, I've heard the Irishman's actually 240 frames a second. <laughs> <laughs> so that should make up for it. That should make it better, right? They built a time machine. Oh, there's going to be so much de-aging, guys, in the future. Like, just to mention one thing, Justin's railed against, you know, there are no real true action heroes anymore. Yeah. So even just in that realm... What, are we going to just start de-aging Bruce Willis back into diehard shape yes. so that we can have a hero? Yes. We have to just pray that they literally cloned Arnold Schwarzenegger they probably and Sylvester did. Stallone. They probably Lord did. Lord knows their DNA is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> there was ample opportunity true. to collect that. Very true. Well, that was Gemini Man, guys. It is past two in the morning. Holy we, we God. Gotta, we gotta call it a night. Go yeah. <laughs> but let's let's see if we have some high frame rate dreams tonight. I'm really curious <laughs> about that. Keep that last scene in your mind of that smile at Uncanny Valley Will Smith. Yeah, when it comes on oh. Netflix, fast forward to the very last scene. I mean, watch watch the chase in the middle yeah, and then go the to the very yeah. end and then you'll be good to go. Yeah. <laughs> You got Jiminy covered. Love and light to all y'all. Forever young. <laughs> it's a full-time job to be a good dad. You got so much more stuff than I had. I gotta study just to keep with the changing times. 101 Dalmatians on your CD rhyme. CD, I'm trying to pretend I know on my PC where that CD go. But yo, ain't nothing promised. One day I'll be gone. Feel the strife, but trust life does go on. But just in case, it's my place to impart. One day some girl's gonna break your heart. And ooh, ain't no pain like from the opposite sex. Gonna hurt bad, but don't take it out on the next, son. Throughout life, people will make you mad. Disrespect you and treat you bad. Let God deal with the things they do. Cause hate in your heart will consume you too. Always tell the truth. Say your prayers. Hold doors. Pull out chairs. Easy on the swears. You're living proof that dreams come true. I love you and I'm here for you. Uh. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just me and you. Just me and you. Taking the world. Taking on the world, taking on the world Just me and you I'm uh. always here for you Look over your shoulder, I'll be there Whatever you need, Ooh. just call on me We gon' rise, Whatever we gon' shine I'll be there you anytime You and I True that, true that Daddy loves you, daddy loves you Woo! For the rest of your life. That's a really good song. How much am I getting paid for this, Dad? Uncanny, Uncanny Valley, Valley, baby. Oh, my Dude. God.